This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago. All right, Dynasty Podcast, live from Dynasty HQ in Pilsen. Haima Black here for another week, and I am here tonight with uh, Letitia Renee from Eugene Taylor Brand and Olivia Goodman from OG Brand. How are you guys both doing? Good. We're good. Yeah, thank you guys both for coming up here tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I was turned on to the idea of having you guys on the podcast because I'd seen the name around, but Natalie was like, let's get them on the show and not just have them individually come on and tell their story, but let's have the two of you guys on together and really talk about the greater fashion scene and the culture scene in Chicago because you guys are very plugged into that. Yay. Is that fair? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we always kind of start these discussions off with just like, how did each of you get your start in what you're doing? How did you kind of come into your creative roles and the culture roles that you're in right now? For me, I just kind of, you know, I started with visual merchandising and then just kind of like always having like that niche to want to design clothes since like I was a kid, like with my grandma, like kind of designing or making um, a lot of like my outfits, like as like a kid and stuff and like being interested in that and kind of like keeping with that. And then like kind of gaining the confidence to want to actually go for it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of. Cool. Yeah, I, I actually had, like, a really similar background, too. Like, my grandma always had, like, probably Tisha has, like, a closer connection, obviously, but because her collection is named after her grandma. Um, but I was taking, like, sewing lessons, like, from my grandma also. Like, she was, like, always, like, people, like, from the 50s, 60s always, like, were sewing. So I just, like, naturally had that skill to do that. So I think that's, like, something that we really clicked on. But just, like, designing in Chicago, I people, like, have a really interesting, like, sense of style. I think, to me, like, everybody in, like, L.A. or New York also have a very identifiable sense of style. But Chicago, like, I was really tapped into, like, the boys that we were around, like, in high school. <clears throat> and they always, like, were really expressive in their sense of styles. And I wasn't really inspired by that. So I think that's what really made me want to start. Yeah. yeah. So what steps are involved with actually going from being inspired and, and having that background where you knew that this was what you were going to approach, but like, how do you actually make those first steps into, you know, building what becomes a fashion brand or starting to make, you know, clothes? Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was always just like, that was my output. Well, it wasn't always actually my output. Like I, I was always like trying to explore like what, how could I be creative? How can I always like tap into what really made me happy ultimately, which was my creativity, and then ended up ultimately landing on um, making clothes. But I went to school for like marketing, and like that was something that was really cool because I knew I needed to be able to market myself. However, like I, I really wanted to go into, you know, ultimately like what I wanted to do. But I think that fashion to me is whenever you meet somebody, you're always like, oh shit, like I fuck with how they dress. So being able to be tapped into, like, how you ultimately, like, are being expressive as yourself as an individual, like, and then being able to be inspired by that. I think that's how I... I agree with what Olivia is saying. As far as that goes, I, like, 
super inspired by like just people watching in mm-hmm. Chicago, getting inspired by the actual people in Chicago, like mm-hmm. the things like that are going on in Chicago, like going even deeper, the emotions that people are going through, like in Chicago, mm-hmm. the things that are people are physically going through, just like all of those emotions, like what I'm going through as a person, like I feel I put all of that like into each collection that I have and like each piece that I make, like I put all of that like emotion into that. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I know for a, a time people were saying there was no kind of fashion industry in Chicago. Does it still feel like that, or you know, like does it feel like there is a developing culture here now? Because for a minute, I mean, like even maybe like five or ten <coughs> years ago, I think it was easy to be like, there's no fashion business in yeah. Chicago. I think that's something that Tisha and I always talk about and like what we're trying to do together is try to invest in the fashion scene in Chicago. But I think when you're talking about industries in general in the city, like there's a lot of things like starting to grow and like revolutionize. Like you, you start from like the music industry and then, but there's things that came before that, like um, just like, I don't know, like all the like meatpacking and shit like that. So like, sure. yeah, so Chicago has always been like a, a city of, trying to kind of invest in industries. So I think at this point, um, with all the people doing like amazing things in, in music, there's also kind of like a scope on the city. So I think what Tisha and I have like always struggled with is just like resource and things like that. So I think we ultimately want to be able to set up, you know, things for people to be able to tap into and kind of like get rid of the struggles that her and I had so that we can ultimately like grow the, the industry, the fashion industry in Chicago. Well, yeah, and, and talk about resources because you're right, like that is something that I think is kind of a universal mm-hmm. concept to connect with in that Chicago, for all of its strengths and all the creativity here, mm-hmm. it doesn't always have all the resources, whether it's like something filmmakers need or musicians need. Yeah. So what are some resources that the city has and then what are some resources that it might be lacking at this moment that would help out creators like yourselves? Yeah, I mean... Um, I, I can speak to it and then you can kind of if you want to but um, there's a lot of like individual people like Tisha and I that mm-hmm. have been f- like faced with the same struggles that we've had so kind of just like make shit happen for themselves so like you talk about screen printing and like something that I've always ran into is like when you screen print a shirt you have to have a certain amount of minimums and for a person that works a nine to five job and or Tisha that is hired by herself it's like, that's expensive. Like, if I have to come with a, a $5 t-shirt idea and make 30 t-shirts to, to match a minimum, that's a lot of money. It Yeah. It No, I mean, 100%. Like, because yeah. I know a lot of musicians over yeah. the years, and I've been at their houses, and they have, you know, like, the second half of their bedroom is just yeah. all yeah. the boxes of their t-shirts that didn't sell. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. So you also will get stuck with, like, inventory. So... You, you meet kind of like these kids. We've been working with this um, group called Supply Locale, and they're amazing. They're artists as well. So they've kind of made it a way for themselves, and they have built out like a screen printing studio for themselves and things like that. So it's just about tapping into people who are individual, like hired people and have the same passion or struggle as you and kind of just, you know, bouncing off of those guys and make this stuff happen. Yeah, and it's like the same thing for cut and sew. It's like you, everybody wants you to have a certain minimum when you mm-hmm. want to go into production, and then you, I kind of just end up doing it myself. But like, <laughs> you know, that's a lot of work. It would be nice to be able to 
find a place like where I could get a certain minimum that would help and that's affordable. Like it's just like that kind of like neighborly feel that's mm-hmm. not really out there. And if it's not that neighborly feel, then it's kinda like people that don't wanna like share their resources. Yeah. Like there's I don't feel like that's like a common thing for people to like share their resources, which kinda sucks because yeah. we're not gonna grow. And I feel like it's kind of like a Midwest issue. Um, it's like even deeper than Chicago because Chicago has to grow first in order for the Midwest to even be seen as right. like a fashion anything. Like Chicago goes first and then like everybody around kind of like that happens for them and just kind of, I feel like that comes from like the unity feel mm-hmm. of it. All of that kind of has to happen in order for us to be seen at all. Yeah, so period. I think it would be a lot of like people who have things going for themselves and, like, have things to offer, but also just, like, I think, like, so that's, like, the pro and the con. It's just, like, a lack of community and people, like, really coming together. Now, I know in the music side, and especially in the tech side, in the tech side, this really exists. There's a lot of incubators on the tech community in Chicago that have come Mm -hmm. up over the last, let's say, decade. Mm -hmm. And music has one or two incubation spaces now, and, of course, there's studios. Like, is there not really a centralized incubator maker space for designers in Chicago that might have some of these resources? No. If there is. Let us know. Let us Hello. know. <laughs> but it's like one of those things like you're not sharing that resource. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's literally like a void that someone should be filling. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that that's something, a conversation that we all have all the time. Like anybody that makes clothes, like I, I, you know, I don't know. So it's about like having a space where we can all have those conversations and really build. And that is something that we actually found to be the problem in Chicago and a, a problem that we're trying to fix like all together. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you talk about community, there's obviously the two of you, and I know you are like I saw on I think someone's Instagram, like there's talk about a collaboration. You know, are there other creators that you're connecting with in the city, you know, other younger talent who are also looking to innovate in the fashion space? Uh, definitely. We have, like, other things that, like, work with friends goes deeper than just, like, Olivia and I. Like, that's mm-hmm. the whole um, idea behind it is, like, for it to be, like, a real hub for you to be able to, like, work with your friends and, like, feel comfortable and, like understand the meaning and like kind of the importance behind it um so we're creating that space for that and there's like a lot of other people that we're going to continue to work with there's people like Haley for instance this is someone that I I definitely Mm -hmm. we're trying to work with and she's like um she's an artist she's like her photography is like she's just started to do photography and she's really good at that and she also um draws and stuff and she's really really good and we have some stuff we're going to do with her there's just other people that we're going to work with like i don't want to yeah you don't you don't have to name names but but i'm just wondering in terms of like yeah you know the community and i'm thinking like if there's other people listening who maybe are feeling frustrated or disconnected yeah. You know, can they connect with you? Can they reach out to what you guys are doing and look well, to yeah, contribute? Like, yeah, like Haley, I think, is is a really good example of someone who might not necessarily have the people tapped into them, but we want to, like, collaborate with her and uplift her, like, all together. And we also, like, essentially want to use Work for Friends as a platform to set up mentorships. Yeah. So, like, if there's someone that is kind of, like, in the world in Chicago and was just like, hey, like, you know, I design clothes and I want to figure out a way to connect with a model or something like that. Like, we kind of have lived those struggles for those guys. And I think that that's kind of like what we're trying to solve is like, 
we've we've gone through these things in the city and we all have kind of understood like what the struggles are and it's just like how do we solve those problems for you so we can kind of get all that shit out the way so I think that that's what work with friends is it's like if you're a, a photographer and you want to figure out somebody to be a model or something like that like we want to we kind of want to connect those pieces for people because I think that's what Chicago is missing right now so yeah but I think that's important though like the mentorship thing yeah. goes so far no matter what industry it is and the more connectivity and community there mm-hmm. is, the, the more things grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, talk about kind of how each of you define your distinctive brands, you know, OG and Eugene Taylor. Like, what makes each of them distinct? What's your approach to, you know, yeah. your clothes, your line, your vision that separates it from anybody else? Um, for me, I'd said earlier... Um, a lot about emotion and I like I like to say my brand is like clothing design with fashion like I really kind of give you like a journey of like what I'm going through in Chicago or what I feel like needs to be touched on in Chicago I kind of use my brand as a platform to kind of get my message as a person across to kind of attempt to do my part um, in the world yeah. essentially yeah I think for OG like um, I'm just like kind of like a fashion head like always been like I'm very inspired by like vintage fashion and my mom was just like a a woman that just kind of like was just like so beautifully dressed from head to toe so walking in the door like I I know like the um, impression that that makes from just how you dress and then I think like men in Chicago also have a very distinctive style so just like kind of growing up with like just like the guys that we grew up around, like I, I was very inspired by how they dressed. And then, um, hi, <laughs> what's up, kid? Um, and then also, uh, just like streetwear in, in general. Oh, it's a cat. Guys. What's up? <laughs> That's Penny. She interrupts the podcast. Hi, sometimes. Penny. It's all good. Hi. <laughs> all right. So sorry. No, it's all good. Um, just like streetwear, like now, and it's like. General state influences the rest of the fashion world, so I'm mm-hmm. also very in, inspired by streetwear in general because it comes from just kind of like our truths, like yeah. growing up as kids and shit. So I also know that like Supreme and like those brands, not to like throw names out, but like anything right. like that, it's just like they're just so established in like the streetwear like game that they can, they're just amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like anybody is gonna buy anything that they like, can put their name on a they brick. Can put, it's or whatever. a brick. It's right. amazing. It's insane. Yeah. Um, it's that level of branding yeah. where like. So the band Kiss, the, yeah. the heavy yeah. metal rock band Kiss, their fans will buy yeah. anything, yeah. including, and this is this is not a made up example, yeah. air guitar strings. Now think about that for a second. It's, air guitar it's strings, pieces of air. It is a in? bag with nothing in it. It's amazing, and people buy it because it's got a Kiss thing on it. I, so when you can start selling that's air, ridiculous. that's I when you've got your shoot. branding it's on lock. <laughs> Yeah, but it is crazy. Like, I see that, like, I feel like the Supreme thing is the, this generation's Mm -hmm. equivalent of, like, people just buying Kiss Mm -hmm. coffins and condoms and whatever. I feel like there is a Supreme brick, no? Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, Supreme totally made bricks. It's Supreme everything. I'm sure it's sold out. Yeah. (laughs) And also, three times worth what they were selling. Yeah, wow, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Why am I doing podcasts? I should be selling bricks. I'm always, I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm in the wrong business. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, Right on. So... So what's on deck for you guys, like, now that we're kind of hitting summer, is summer the busy season for you? Is fall a busy season for you? Like, kind of bring us into what the year looks like right now for each of your brands. 
Tisha has a whole timeline set up in her eyes. She's way more organized than I am. That's but awesome. Like, I love that kind of thing. Yeah, I totally subscribe to that. I honestly should probably be more like her. But I, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think like it's about just being more creative and just like waking up every day and just trying to make something. And I, like I have things that like I'm really excited about that I've been kind of like planning in my head and just sent off to like get samples made of. So like hopefully like they come back great. And if not, like, I think I'm in the place where, like, I really just want to take time to make sure that everything's amazing and perfect instead of just, like, throwing shit out and hoping people consume it because you don't know. But right. um, I think that's really what it's about for me right now is just, like, making things perfect and beautiful and, like, real expressions of my art instead of just trying to, you know, make money off of it. So... That's what I have lined up for summer. But summer is a busy season, to answer your question. Summer yeah. is a very busy season. Everybody cares about what they're looking like. What they're wearing to East Room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then they take that shit off and they live right. without it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, so funny. Like, yeah. I teach at Columbia. Every single student that like I hear talking or I see on social media... East Room. East Room. And, like, I know the East Room guys. Like, I went there when it first opened. I'm, like, obviously not the target demo. I'm older. Yeah. But I'm just, like, holy shit, man. East Room is the spot no, East for this generation. Room. Yeah, look. Catch East me as shorty as a East Room. <laughs> <laughs> we oh both live God. literally four blocks away from that shit. So right. We are terrible. <laughs> the taco truck is lit. Yeah. Shout out Only to East when Room taco drinking. truck. They're terrible when you're sober. <laughs> terrible. The quesadillas are flame, bro. Um, yeah, what's coming up for OG and, or I mean, uh, sorry, uh, for, for Eugene Taylor. For Eugene Taylor, ran, there's a lot. <laughs> um, you don't, again, you don't have to spoil anything. Well, Eugene Taylor Brand has a third birthday coming up as well as so does OG. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So we're both going to be celebrating our third birthdays with our brands. Um, I have a My Six collection releasing early June. Um, we have a lot of work with friends events coming up that you will hear about soon, but that's pretty much it. Just like continuing to work with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Work with friends. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the three year anniversary for a second. I didn't know you guys are both coming up on three years. So what have you learned and what do you know now that you wish you knew at the beginning of your journey that would have made it much easier? What did you have to learn the hard way? That might be able to save somebody else who's listening to this a little bit of struggle. Commitment. <laughs> Making sure that that's actually the shit that you want to do, bro. Because once you like put it out that you're this, you cannot turn around from that shit. If you say you're going to be a rapper and you put that label on your head and you don't put out hot tracks, you bogus. But also, like I know for me, like the day that I wanted to put out Clothes. I put it out. People were really excited about it, and I had to continue to do that. And I could not take breaks. And I had to be very consistent and like committed to my craft and um, something that I have not done in in a minute. But also just like mistakes that I've I've made, and just understanding that if that's what you want to do, like stick to it, and you'll be great. Yeah. For me, I would just um, just kind of say. Control the energy that's around you. I think that's important for your art and what you're doing because if you have bad energy around you, you're going to put out bad shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if I you guess. have good energy around you, you're going to put out good shit. Like, you need to feel good about yourself yeah. and in return, you'll feel good about what you're doing. And I think 
ultimately, I think that's like kind of the most important thing because if I feel good about what I'm like, the people around me and myself, like what I'm doing is like amazing. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how I feel about my sixth collection. I think that's such good advice though. Like, yeah, if you are not taking care of yourself, it's going to bleed over into your work Mm -hmm. for sure. A hundred percent. I've seen that, you know, I know in, in my own life and I've seen that again and again with so many different, I mean, not to name any certain rappers who came out of Chicago this last week, but yeah, we've seen that on a major scale on Twitter in the last seven mm-hmm. days. Yeah. Are you talking about Kanye? <laughs> Might be. Maybe. Oh, and okay. I'm saying that as a Kanye, like a lifelong Kanye fan. I'm like, like it's just that that like, oh no, what is you doing, baby meme? You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah, but you know what? We got a whole new generation of creators in Chicago who are yeah. not wearing red hats. So. Yeah. But you also just talk about like authenticity to your like growing like your environment and like how you grew up and really kind of sticking to your your stuff and like your roots and that to me is something that I mean I think Kanye 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 ultimately like <laughs> yeah like forgot about and lost and I think that that's what made us love him is just because like he was just so like true and I think that that's something that her and I talk about all the time it's just like. Once you forget about where you came from and like kind of like your environment, you lose you and yeah, it's really easy to lose that connectivity. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Now talk about the live events. You know, you guys talked about setting up live events. What goes into that? Where are you doing these? Like, what kind of prep? I mean, live events are Hard an undertaking. Well. It's yeah. a job in and of itself. So talk mm-hmm. about what goes into that. What you Team get out of work. it. Teamwork. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really crazy actually. Just from like the conception of everything, it's just like it's Tisha and I smoke. Is this like eighteen? It's a podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Tisha and I we smoke weed and we come up with ideas, and it's just like (laughs) that's so quaint. Like I was like, wait, she's like pausing. I was like, she's gonna be like, we smoke angel dust. (laughs) Wait, no, we only smoke weed sometimes. Um, and we'll just, so, yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't, are there 18 year olds listening to this? No, don't smoke okay. weed. Um, <laughs> <Like everybody. laughs> no, we'll sit up, <laughs> we'll sit up and we'll, you know, smoke weed and then like talk about shit and like come up with really great ideas. And I think we're trying to lift up curtains for people. Cause I think a lot of people are like, what is it like to do this thing? And I think that again, that's like a problem we're trying to solve. We just threw an event with Congruent Space and they're mm-hmm. amazing partners. Like, they do really cool stuff in the city. Oh my God. They're so like creative and just like, I don't know. They're insane. I love them. I love like just sitting up and like talking and bouncing ideas off the wall and they're great. But um, figuring out like really great partners to like create experiences for people and we just did an, uh, an event where we wanted to show people what it was like to make a garment from, from start to finish. Well, yeah, because that's something that I think like in and of itself mm-hmm. is worth exploring. Like, yeah, okay, totally. Me, I'm not like a fashion guy. I wear yeah. all black. Yeah. And not even like in a fashionable You're way. Like I'm Steve just, Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, boy, that's a generous comparison. But like, <laughs> but sure, like maybe Zuck. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's something that I wouldn't know. Yeah. Like I can put together a live stream and a podcast, but I wouldn't know how to put together a garment from start mm-hmm. to finish. Right. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. when you have a specific skill set, I think it's really valuable to be able to show that to other people because then you're inspiring. Yeah, and then you do it in a way that's immersive so people are like, oh shit, like I also did it myself. So what we did was, um, there's been like a lot of dip dyeing by like just a lot of like creators and like things like that. They've been dip dyeing shoes and and t-shirts and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So we did a thing where you could come to the space and you could literally dip dye something yourself. So we had kind of like an experience where you could put your hands in gloves 
and the people behind kind of like the curtain will like hand the garment to you and then you can right. dip it. So just like giving access to, to things in a really kind of immersive way that people wouldn't have yeah. uh, otherwise is, is something that we're trying to accomplish. And yeah. Um, okay, I wasn't. I didn't want to no. overstep anybody. She um, should always surprise people. Just <laughs> now, throw something in there sometime. I know both of you have really strong connections with the Chicago music community, mm-hmm. in addition to anybody else you're connected with in the creative culture here. Mm-hmm. But like, talk about some of the artists you work with or are connected with who are who have supported your brand. Like, what's the relationship with the music scene here? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's dramatic. Um, you know. I've worked with a decent amount of artists. Yeah, I don't want it to be like a name drop. Um, yeah. I just wanted to know, like, how does, like, how does the music scene here connect to your work? I think fashion and music go hand in hand. I think, I think right now fashion lives inside of music, which is extremely irritating. Um, <laughs> is it? Like, why is that irritating? It's irritating because a lot of the times, like... When I don't know, sometimes when I do have interviews, like it's always like a, and she designed for blah 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 blah. Like oh yeah, like it's in the headline. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like that's really cool, and I'm super grateful for all of that. But like, Mm -hmm. let's just talk about me. Well, and and that's a major thing in the city right now. Like that happens when anybody writes about anyone in Chicago, where it suddenly becomes like Chance the Rapper's blank Mm -hmm. and it always becomes and I'm not even faulting chance for that at all it's like lazy journalism but people always want to connect whoever they're talking about in Chicago it's like well what's their chance connection or what's their maybe Vic connection it's like and it is very lazy it's not just like oh this person made this thing on their own it's like this person's connected chance in this Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. exactly and I just kind of like want to be seen for for you right yeah for your work that's pretty much it now, and something that you worked on specifically is the uh, the documentary. Talk yeah. about the documentary. Like, what is that? How did that come together? Where did the idea come from? So I did, I released my fifth collection last year, which was my first unisex collection. I kind of moved from just doing women's wear to uh, doing men's wear, like, um, which was always the plan. I just needed to teach myself how to make men's clothing first. Um, so I wanted to, the whole idea behind the collection was like my spin on what equality meant. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to do a project behind that kind of going deeper into it and kind of utilizing Chicago and kind of like giving you what Chicago kind of felt like equality meant to them. Yeah. And there's a lot of great people from throughout the creative community here who are in that documentary. And it's, it's very like. It feels very, like, grassroots and very casual. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody just wants to hang out and talk about what that means to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really cool. Everybody was really comfortable. Like, and it, I mean, it got confusing at one point the first two times we filmed because, you know, a lot of, like, my friends were in um, the film and, like, it became, like, we it became a longer conversation. We were talking about it after people had taken and, it, like, became like we shot it at East Room and like people were staying and stuff. We almost mm-hmm. forgot we were filming and stuff. So like it it was cool to like keep the conversation going even after the equality event that I had at Low Res. Like we even like went out to eat after and the conversation was still going. So it was really cool to kind of like see everybody like in a different like almost in a different light, like a more serious kind of like because I'm very mm-hmm. silly and most of like I would say most of my friends are 
very silly. Olivia is very silly. <laughs> but it was it was a good serious discussion without yeah. feeling heavy. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. Like weighty. Which I was like, I felt really good about it because it kind of came across exactly how I wanted it to. I wanted it to be something that like um, wasn't like super like this is like. Like was, a, you know, like yeah, but it was also a conversation that just needed to be had, and I think yeah. that it's amazing that that could stem from um, close. You know, what yeah. I'm saying like just mm-hmm. like something that she designed, and then everybody really got behind like her collection, and then wore pieces from the collection, and and stood in front of a camera and talked about what equality meant. So, kind of like the music industry informs like fashion, and it was kind of like what she did was the inverse. So it was, it was super dope. Now, where can people find what you guys are both working on and, and connect with your work and, and, you know, also buy something? Like, how can people find your, your work online? I'm at ogbrand.co. I lost um, rice. <laughs> Don't make me. No, I'm just kidding. No, I just, I honestly was, like, abandoning my brand. So I'm, I'm back at it, and it's going to be crazy. OG Brand 2018. But it's ogbrand.co, and it's workwithyourfriends.com. And then <laughs> Tisha. I love it, man. Shut up, Tisha. I'm being transparent with the people. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it happens, oh man. God. Being transparent. Um, it's eugenetaylorbrand.com, and it's all, it's at eugenetaylorbrand at work with your friends. Yep. It's still at at OG, OG brand. brand. Yeah. yeah. I still have rights to that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this is really rad. I'm glad we got to start this, this conversation. Crazy. I always say this to people and I always mean it like this is an ongoing document of Chicago's yeah, culture. Totally. So like as you guys have new projects happening, as you have new things going on, please feel free to come back to the podcast. 100%. The mic is on. Yeah. yeah. We'll continue the conversation, but I'm really glad we got to start it tonight. Same. Same um, here. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. 100%. Latisha Renee from Eugene Taylor Brand, Olivia Goodman from OG Brand. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for coming up, man. And uh, thank you. also, thank you, Natalie, for recommending the two of you because this was Yay. such a great discussion. You thank guys you, are Natalie. It. I love it. <laughs> it's been lit. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.